classic. <laughs> Literally classic. That was probably one of the worst ones yet. Yeah. listen to podcasts i've tried and i just can't i can't get into any of them i can't even listen to ours oh, back shit. i mean oh I this is the first one of ours back yeah, but that's that's why i don't regret anything because i don't actually fucking know what we talked about i have no idea <laughs> i'm so um, that is not welcome to the close friends podcast guys this is episode two of our resurrection this is a podcast where we talk about surviving thriving and diving headfirst into life as adults but also trying to have a fucking good time. This is your host, Lucy, and I'm joined by Sarah. Hello. Hi. And Tara. <laughs> Hello, friends. Oh, man. That, that delay, lag. though. <laughs> that delay. That lag. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Sorry. I think we'll, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, this is going to be fun, We'll be all right. <laughs> Tara's on a bit of a um, slight lag today, so... If she does a bit of a pause, she's not sort of mulling things over. She's just literally behind because of her internet speed. I feel um, like we all need to get used to it because my internet is so terrible that I am always going to be slightly behind and it's always going to sound slightly weird. So anyway, kick right. us you off. Know, just it. assume you're commenting on something from like, you know, 40 minutes ago. <laughs> um, anyway, how are you, Sarah? How's your week been? All right, thank you, mate. Yeah, I'm okay. I've just woken up. I'm eight hours behind you. Um, oh. I'm eating a cereal bar. Lucy and I were just discussing off air whether if I ate the cereal bar into the mic, it would sound like one of those ASMR videos. Um, and the answer is no. Lucy <laughs> needs to do it louder. I was like, basic. My mouth was actually touching the mic at that point. Like, there's no way I could have done it louder. I don't think the bar was like claggy enough in your mouth. I think it needed <laughs> to be more claggy. It's quite a crispy boy, so maybe you need to you need to open the bar and then you know so you're opening it in front of the microphone and then eating it. It's a whole thing. You can't just oh go God, in and right, eat. Actually, wait, wait. I won't, I won't eat on air, but like, just, just, can you get a crackle? Can you, can you get a crackle? Hold on. Do it now. Are you getting are you getting a crackle? No. <laughs> louder, louder. Do it no. again. Fuck. No, not you. I'm even. literally not, now. Not, I'm just ramming nothing. the cereal bar into my mic. Wait. <laughs> so you need to get your mouth round it at the same time. <laughs> Stop! Stop making me do these I heard things. It. I heard a crackle. <laughs> That's it. My career in ASMR starting. But yeah, other than that, I'm I'm all right, thank you. And um, I'll finish that at some point. Mm-hmm. Probably when someone's saying something really interesting and meaningful, just know that I'll be in the background <laughs> munching Snack like a little away. rabbit. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Tara, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, I got myself into all sorts of trouble on Saturday night, which was really fun. And so Sam and I are taking ourselves away to the countryside for the weekend so that we stay out of trouble. We actually have to, like, make a conscious effort to remove ourselves from London so that we don't go out. Um, which is really funny, as you guys were saying last week. You were like, yeah, we just, like, don't go out anymore. And I'm like... Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so everything's good. I'm having a lovely time. What brand of trouble are we talking about? Um, we're talking about one nightclub to a artist lunch dinner even that I wasn't really invited to. I just sort of like stumbled along as a plus one um, and managed to get myself in front of the guy that runs the club as well as all of the artists that were playing and then managed to get myself and all my friends into the next club and yeah it was a good it was a good day and night nice <laughs> love that worming your way through the clubs <laughs> yep how are you lucy <laughs> what a way what a way to make a what a way to make such a glamorous story sound really shit I nice was, one i was lucy. gonna say meandering meandering <laughs> came to my mouth meandering. Then I chose worming instead sarah do you remember the video of me doing the worm yeah. at uh, that's exactly what came to mind um <laughs> I, there's a video of me doing the worm in a dress at Blue Marlin in Ibiza, like the fanciest fucking place in the entire world, right? It's just me in my dress, and then my dress rides all the way up to my waist. So it's just me and my thong on the floor at Blue Marlin. It is a really, yeah, yeah, that imagination of everybody's Dude, listening can, I think... can really capture it right now, but yeah. <laughs> 
I feel like your dress came up so high, you actually showed boob from underneath as well. I did not. It was like so no. high. Under the lights. No, no, I got, I do, I have, I have, uh, that fucking video is so funny. It was like, you know, in the days when you put everything on your Instagram story and then we, we put like a big smiley face and the smiley face had to be so big to cover like so good. the parts That's of so you that good. were flashing. But also it was fucking iconic. I was yeah. like, I've missed you silly know, nights like that. There's a, um, I there's, more silly nights like there's that. There's a TikTok trend um, that's like, if you had a 30 second trailer and that would definitely go in my 30 second trailer. And actually I've just realized this is a really, really good tee up to what we're gonna talk about today, isn't it? So yes, well done, Tara, pat on the back. Hey, <laughs> nice, wait, well done. Wait, how does that relate? Wait, how does that relate to what we're talking about? Aren't you literally going to play a TikTok and are we then not going to talk about it? Oh, okay. Is that not what I we're see, doing I see, today? I see, I see. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, was thinking, I thought you meant the topic itself. I was like, how does that relate to manifestation? <laughs> toxic, Manif- toxic worming. <laughs> toxic worming. I manifested. Um, uh, what did I manifest in showing my ass to a club? I don't know. I don't know what I manifested. Sorry. I was going to say something smart. Let's do manifestation. We've got a couple of things that we want to touch on in today's episode. But the first one is a TikTok which I found. Um, and I actually found it because, first of all, it was two slightly older women doing a podcast, which you don't mm-hmm. see that often. So I was immediately intrigued. The topic itself was horrifying. It wasn't the video which I'm going to play. It was a different video. Naturally, I clicked off onto another video. But I found this one about manifestation, which I'm going to play. <laughs> Um, on the microphone now. Okay. Uh-huh. It's 45 seconds, but I might cut it a bit shorter. I'm manifesting. Oh, so there's this girl. One of her posts, it's like her and her husband and her Birkin bag and her Rolls Royce, her husband's matching Rolls Royce and the biggest fucking private plane you've ever seen in your life. And she literally writes in the comment section, I manifested this life. <laughs> I thought about it and I made it come true. I bet if you got to the deep, dark bottom of it, she just had rich parents. I bet if you got to the deep, dark bottom of it, she could fucking suck the chrome (laughs) off of a tailpipe. But I mean, one could argue that's manifesting. (laughs) Wow. That podcast is called I've Had It Podcast. I've had it. Thoughts. I've had it. The world oh, annoys so me. There's so much to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, Initial no, thoughts. I'll take notes. Sorry, <laughs> oh, you. What are your Initial, thoughts? Yeah. Did wait, wait, when they, when when they said they said something like sucking the chrome off a off a pipe or something? Do they mean what I thought they meant? Is that what they mean? Yeah, I think or so. Or am I getting some I American so, stuff mixed up in my head? No, as the resident American translator, I don't think that's like, that's not something we go around saying. <laughs> like, okay. I think that's just, I think that is what, it, I think that is what you're thinking it is. And also like, what what okay. the fuck? It sounds like it's from like the 19th century. <laughs> like, yeah. Know, okay. So the, so the manifesting, the manifesting aside, that was so steeped in internalized misogyny. It made my skin crawl. What the fuck was that? Mm. Like, okay, the, you know, she didn't manifest this. Or maybe she manifested the life. Like, come on. Like, I'm sorry, but doesn't everybody think about a life with a private jet at some point in their lives? Like, I'm sorry. If manifestation worked, we'd all be, we'd all be there. Um, but to put it down to her having rich parents or being able to suck a dick like nah sorry that's that's not cool and that's not okay and that's just like jealousy bitchiness coming out there in my opinion yeah i mean i agree i listen i listen to that and i mean say what you want about like the manifestation (laughs) movement whatever it is but like what in the katie hopkins was that like that's like some i don't know and also like lucy you pointed out that it's older women talking about that and it's like it's so sad it's so reflective of i don't know like how maybe their generation perceives younger people who talk about like spirituality and manifesting and stuff and that's also really worrying and like kind of triggering as well. So there's just like mm. so many layers wrong with this, but at the core of it is, I don't agree with these girls who think they manifested their lives, which I do think you do agree with Tara. But before we ask you, Lucy, what do you think of the clip? I think that is a direct example, firstly of 
like you say, the difference between that slightly older generation. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say how old they look, but you guys can find the clip. Um, but there is quite a clear difference. And I can see, and I can also feel the judgment that that generation look on to our generation and Gen Z when it comes to things like spirituality and even things like mental health. You know, there's that air of like, you bunch of fucking idiots. Um, so, but then I think there is that also other side of, not to justify it, but there is that side of manifestation which does provoke that response where people are just like, oh, for God's sake, like, you know, it's clearly privilege or, you know, you've been born into a situation where you've got access to those kind of, that lifestyle and those kind of gifts and those belongings and whatnot. So I think there's two, but have you guys ever tried manifesting actively? Tara, you're you gonna have to go. This, I'm eating the cereal bar. No, Sarah's having a oh, cereal no, bar. No, but I, I feel like I want, I want you guys to answer this first, um, and I want okay. you to tell me about manifesting, about why you do it, and mm -hmm. uh, just what it means, mm -hmm. really, because I don't want to start talking about something that I actually don't know that much about. So please. Okay. Well, I've I've swallowed now, so I'm happy to divulge my opinion. Yeah, you have. Um, God, the <laughs> really. So overall. And for anyone who's not, who anyone who's like listening, who's not been dragged down the rabbit hole of um, manifestation TikTok and like seeing the word manifestation online, it's something that's been, become popular in the last like what, two, three years. Maybe it aligned a little bit with COVID when we were all just kind of like dreaming of getting out. I don't know, or is it a bit older than that? Lucy's nodding. She knows these things. Um, so it's about like, oh, just think hard enough about something that you want, and then it will come to you. Now. I'm skeptical as the next person, right? Like, and I, I like to think that I work in like tech and science and I like to be very logical about how I think about things. But I'm still a little bit of a spiritual person and I still do, I respect spirituality a lot. And I do believe there's something in having a, let's call it a goal-driven mindset. You know, like ambition, like, hey, I have this goal and I'm gonna strategically position my life towards that goal and therefore that goal is probably more likely to happen than if I had not done that manifestation just takes it a little bit further away from that idea and is like oh just just think about it enough think about it three times a day and then one day you'll wake up and there's two million pounds in your bank account and that's kind of misleading and uh also i find it really fucking patronizing because think about people who actually live in poverty and then you know have you tried just manifesting a better life for yourself like that's that that whole narrative around it is fucking terrifying and horrible and i think it it's like a way of simplifying so many complex issues into like oh just believe though um yeah so yeah i see the good <clears throat> and the bad lucy what do you think um yeah so I don't know if you guys have ever listened to Jim Carrey speak on manifestation. He is someone who has loads of videos online. So actually, they're actually pretty unconvincing, to be honest. But when he was an aspiring actor, he wrote himself a check. And I think it was for a million dollars. And he wrote this check to himself and he put it away. And he essentially, for the next 20, 30 years, he manifested making that much money to then pay himself that with that check because he's like, I'm going to be successful. Um, but I feel like with manifestation, it's only really as successful as you are when, like you said, Sarah, you have access to education, you have access and you have support mm -hmm. of money from a family and, you know, you've got somewhere to live. So then we essentially are just rebranding and repackaging what we call goal-orientated thinking and having a goal-orientated mindset. And I think when I maybe a few years ago when I was kind of starting out with Instagram and I was kind of exploring these topics, I think I read The Secret. I don't know if you read The Secret either, but it's this- Oh my God, no. This <laughs> book, it's this book. And at the, but at the time, it's this book, Tara, which you would hate. And I remember reading it and bear in mind, can I just say this book has a chapter which says, you can think thin thoughts and you will lose weight. <laughs> you have to think thin, thin thoughts. No. <laughs> I remember at the time being like, oh, okay. Um, but I, but I, what I would say is um, what I took from that book though was that 
having a mindset where you are open to possibilities will lead you to behaviors which will lead you to those up to the outcome that you're wanting if you're someone who is thinking oh i'm maybe money isn't the best example but oh i'm never going to be successful i'm only going to be this kind of person in this sort of role i think naturally your behavior is going to follow that pattern because we like to prove ourselves right in all of our thinking we always like to prove ourselves right because it's comfortable and we like to stay where we are because it's comfortable so when you have that mindset it's not necessarily a manifestation mindset but when you have a more positive mindset and you're thinking about what you want you're going to be led there there's obviously thing barriers in the way and so many more barriers for certain people who are far less privileged but people like to muddy up this sort of magical manifestation concept with what is actually just positive goal-orientated thinking. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I've done a lot of digging into why, uh, into whether or not my thinking on this topic is actually just disguised internalized misogyny, and I'll let you decide that for yourselves. But the way that I see it, right, is that this, this is adopted mostly by women, right? We can all agree to that, yeah? And I think the issue that we all have as women, all probably almost, is that we lack a lot of self-belief. And I think where manifestation is good is that it allows us to just believe in ourselves mm-hmm. and say to ourselves, you know what, like, I can, I can do this. If I put my mind to it, I can do this. But I think where it gets, it gets all conflated into this whole, like, I'm just going to think about it and then it's just going to happen, which... Uh, if you're going to tell me that's actually real and these things do happen, like you actually have to put some work in to make it happen. But it's that first step almost. Like you can't make something happen if you don't believe it's going to happen, right? So it's it's not an action plan, but at least it's a little bit of self-belief. I think I understand why men think it's all fluffy and quite a lot of women think it's all fluffy because it is a little bit fluffy come on let's be honest like just think about something and it will happen like is if that's actually (laughs) what what people are saying to do that's that doesn't work i'm sorry (laughs) i i think there'll probably be someone listening right now who maybe is heavily in this space and they'll maybe come to us and say you know what it's not just that or you know someone who's well read or well versed so. come and you know what come and do that because i would like i would like to know if it's something more than i think it is then great but like also like people saying oh things happen because you think about it like silly things like i you know i i'm i manifested a, a, a joe in the juice and look i've just come across a joe in the juice on the street like i don't fucking know okay something dumb like that like <laughs> coincidences are a thing as well guys i don't know it's a terrible example i'm really really into the joe and juice sandwiches at the moment and they take up a lot of space in my brain um so yeah anyway sorry so back, good back back to it um yeah. i'm sure i had another point so somebody else talk for a bit and i need to think of my other point yeah i, I don't know i don't want to like um you're right though lucy like we're not obviously we're not experts in this space we can just talk to our personal experience but like i don't want to oversimplify what this is like i know there's very few people in this space who are like i imagined a joe in the juice sandwich and <laughs> it appeared no, but and i know I that's not what see you're saying this I know on the internet. Like a... I, but i see this on the internet people are like oh <laughs> i manifested a flight to i don't know I don't, it's just like i <laughs> I know. Look, the other so the other thing, the other thing about this manifestation and vision boards and all this kind of stuff is you're always living in the future. You've got all these ideas and all these like things you're manifesting, you want money, you want success, you want this that and the other. Like first of all, what happens if it doesn't happen? Do you have some sort of backup plan that's not going to allow your all the whole world to crash down if you do not get those things, right? Like have you done that work to understand that this actually might not happen even though you've manifested it? And the other thing is like take some time to enjoy where you are now as well. Like I don't see anybody talking about that. You can manifest all you want and you can live in your future of success and your vision board, but like, are you actually enjoying the now? Mm. I think like (laughs) you have to manifest responsibly. Um, (laughs) You you can't, you can't just be like, like the over, the oversimplification of this movement is, I love it. I think about material items that I want and then they appear one day. And I know it's more than that, so I'm not gonna pretend that that's all I think it is. But 
I agree, Tara, you don't want to be living in a mindset where you're like, I'm just going to think about all the things I don't have and all the stuff that I want in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm. Having said that, I am one of the biggest advocates for vision boarding. And it's so funny because it's so misaligned to the rest of my personality. People are always surprised when I say this. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a vision board, but I think the way I use them is like, if I'm in a period in my life where I feel a bit stuck or I feel like I'm not really happy and I'm not sure why. And like last time I was in one of these periods, it was because I was in a job that I just didn't, I didn't understand how like terrible it was for my mental health. And you can't, you can't get that perspective when you're in it. Um, And that's also something about my life that I could materially change. Like I would have the option to change jobs and, you know, maintain the lifestyle that I had, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be a huge sacrifice to do that. So I used vision boards in that point to be like, there's clearly some mismatch in what I think truly makes me happy versus where I am now. So I started just collecting things and bits and stuffs and screenshots and stuff on Instagram of things that I look at and they instill some sense of joy. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, I realized everything I was saving was like from California. Um, But then like Tara, your point around that, you know, now I live in California and it's like, oh, it happened, lol. And it's like, yeah, because I was incredibly lucky and the stars aligned and also I worked hard for it. But you're totally right that that also couldn't have happened. So I could have been left with this vision board that was like, wow, I love America and I love California. But actually I'm still living in the UK and I'm still in my job because I couldn't get another job and whatever. And like that, I don't know if I was really prepared for that outcome, to be honest. I think I was definitely looking at it as like, I'm just going to keep working until this board comes true. And actually, I don't know if that's like super healthy. Well, what you did or what I can perceive you as doing is you set intent, basically. <clears throat> you set intention yeah, by putting yeah. California on your board. And when the opportunity arises where you get to go to California, it makes, it kind of gives you that reassurance of like, oh, this is a link and this is what I initially put down when I was thinking about what I wanted and it gives you almost that boost to take that step and when you were talking as well Sarah I think manifestation attracts a lot of women predominantly who are going through a tough time and I know that when I'm at my happiest if I really break down when I'm at my happiest Yes, it would be amazing if I could feel happy in my present. And ultimately, that is the goal for everyone to be happy with where they're at. But when I'm at my happiest, it really is when I'm at my most hopeful. And hope Mm. is Mm -hmm. my favorite emotion because feeling hopeful about my career or hopeful about what's happening in my private life. And that is the best feeling ever because it's that excitement. It's that buzz. It's that like, and it's probably the complete opposite of what like, a Buddhist would want you to be doing because you need to be present with what you have. And <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So doing the your vision board, Sarah, or for me, writing down little notes and goals, that gives me hope. And although I don't identify it as manifestation, you know, I'm, g- I'm not gonna be writing down on my notepad. I have, you know, one of the practices is I have this and you act like you have it and you speak that you have it already but I am going to speak my goals and yeah I don't know it, it, it you're speaking it out and I think that there's power in the word and it doesn't have to be this crazy magic mm-hmm. manifestation the universe bends in my favor I'm a lucky girl TikTok vibe but <laughs> I think it can be a it can be a good tool for people when they are in a slightly like low frequency energy yeah, and do you think like do you think there is a link here? Because Tara, I think you said this earlier, manifestation is mostly focused around um women. And like I don't have quantitative data for that. I just like anecdotally us three have seen that it is more focused towards women. Do you think men when they have these goals, like you're talking about your financial goals, do you think they just say them? Like they just do them? And they don't feel the need to mask it in like, you know, the universe is aligning. And I've, I've, I don't know, I've had to like change the way the world works to make myself deserve this. Do you think they just Mm. do it? Because they know, they they have assurance they know it. Well, their path is almost 
a bit more defined um, and they kind of stick to it more than we tend to. I mean, you're talking about being in a tough spot and therefore manifesting and just kind of trying to get out of that with like, you know, different goals and plans and stuff. I mean, I think there's a, like there's so, there's so much to this, right? Guys don't do fluffy and I think that's to their own detriment, which is where my own sort of internalized misogyny thinking comes in. Like actually fluffy, I think is a good thing sometimes because I think men could use a little bit more fluffy, really, um, because it would make them happier, and I think it might, you know, calm them, calm, because it's, it's also quite like a, it's interesting with this manifesting stuff, because we're talking about being strong and being empowered, but it's also like, almost like a letting go of ego and saying I'm not on the right path and I want to do something else. It's like this, it's really, it's really all really interesting, but sorry, back to men. Um, yeah, they just do, <laughs> Here's a job. I need to get married. I need to do X, Y, Z, right? Like for the most part, for the most part, mm. generalizing, obviously. And any any one of us yeah. that's like sort of come out of that, then uh, I don't know. I think their paths. They think their paths are a little bit more clear cut, maybe. Um, and if they need to yeah, change something, they just change it. <laughs> I just feel like it's manifestation. Calling it manifestation. Calling it manifestation gives you this like it almost justifies you setting these goals that I'm pretty confident, like, I don't know, let's just say white privileged males have just been setting for centuries without mm -hmm. needing to call yeah. it, like, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm just what they do, talking isn't it? to the universe. Yeah. Whereas like this, yeah. I mean, coming back to the clip, like this girl saying she's manifested this private jet and whatever, like, you know, yeah, there's so many things you can say about that, but also like kind of good for her. She wanted it, she yeah. got it, I guess. Like, mm. And she was open about what she wanted, uh, whether she said that to the, I don't know, the provider of the private chat <laughs> was like, here's what I want. But I, I mean, for some reason that she charted that path and it worked for her. So I just, mm -hmm. I just wonder if like, in the male space, because the other thing I wanted to ask you both is, do you think this is the equivalent of like male bro hustle culture? And I know there's, caveat, I know there's a girl boss culture and I know there's like all the TikToks, like I wake yeah, up at 5 a.m. and then I do all my emails, but, or do you think it's like the equivalent but in any way? So girl boss, girl boss culture is based on the, you know, male boss culture, which we know doesn't work for women. Yeah. Like we are, you're gonna hear me exactly. say this we yeah. are fundamentally different people right we are different we are different in the way that we operate and we're different but I think yeah I think I do agree this is the same this is the same sort of like hustle culture it's just made feminine and ah this is where my internalized misogyny mm. comes in this is good this is good this is where it is <laughs> and because I see feminine as maybe fluffier and I'm gonna use that word so many times, but you know what I mean? Therefore I'm like, ew, we don't need that because why do we need that? But actually we do need that and it's okay. And it's, I think I'm changing my mind on this manifesting thing. I think it's fucking great. I think everyone should do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what, yeah. you, what you were saying Tara though about your internalized misogyny coming out I think it kind of goes back to this conversation which we've talked about a lot which is feminine energy and masculine mm. energy but feminine energy not necessarily being tied to a gender and masculine mm. energy not being tied to a gender and it's not just men and women it's actually just a type of energy feminine energy being more flowy and emotional and in in your feelings and the masculine energy being more dominant and assertive and making decisions and this i mean we've got so much to say on all this as well but there is a trend at the moment which is sort of trying to empower women to embrace their feminine energy completely and submit to men and i'm talking about heterosexual men and women here but men embracing their masculine energy more and making more decisions for the woman in relationships predominantly and do we just want to talk should we i mean we found there's so many posts Ugh, it makes my online at the moment skin crawl <laughs> it's yeah. terrible it's like the internet's new con to try and like it's like they've 
they've found a way to speak to women which they sort of can relate to because they like energies and we're you know we're softer in that sort of sense and it's like we can now understand it and they've they've taken it and they've bastardized it and they're trying to to move us backwards and get you know more women to pick up female gender roles because they call it feminine energy and it's just a fucking load of shit really like okay so the way that and i have meg rose lane to to thank for the explanation of this and you guys can add add to this because i was like what does this even mean because all i'm seeing of it on the internet is masculine is strong and this that and the other and feminine energy is weak and and, and emotional and whatever and that men should be more masculine and women should be more feminine right uh, that's all i can see but actually it's that we both need to embrace both sides of all of us and that masculine energy and feminine energy aren't actually gendered they're just what we what we all have inside of us and making all of that work in harmony and taking the best that we've got from our feminine energy and the best that we've got from our masculine energy is where we should be and that great i can i can understand that like right can you as well is that sort of makes sense i still i still like wonder if I still get a bit uncomfortable when it's like, oh, it's inside all of us. I don't know the answer. Well, I mean, men and women, what's inside? Like, if you if you isolated them in some experiment and were like, let's see what energy and what traits they have um, without ever being exposed to modern day society or even like more traditional societies, would they still have such a distinct masculine and feminine energy? I'm not sure. I think like, I think it is societally driven. The um, issue that we have, though, Sarah, is that we are packaging up human beings into two boxes, and we're trying to understand human behavior by the definition of two types of energy. And this is what I was kind of saying when we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago on WhatsApp. Like, I'm so sick of analyzing human beings by these yeah. two polarizing masculine, that's a yeah. masculine trait and that's a feminine trait when we're all exactly, so yeah. yeah so we're all so diverse and you're right Sarah like how much of this really is cultural um yeah it's it's so like I just find it so unnecessary as well I watch these clips and I'm like who cares just be a decent human being <laughs> yeah. like how fucking oh hard is that just yeah. be nice to each other and don't be a cunt like the ones the ones that are oh we've dropped the c-bomb already it took us two episodes sorry Um, sorry 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 americans listening don't worry i don't think there's any of them (laughs) don't worry um the ones that i've seen of women talking to the camera like um it's okay to like not want to be the breadwinner it's okay to not want to be a girl boss like embrace your feminine energy by staying at home with the kids and making a home i actually think that's like kind of valid it's coming from the completely wrong place (laughs) but the point of being like it's okay to want those things instead of like wanting to do it all is fine it's just why relate it to feminine energy why relate to feminine energy because that makes other women feel like that's what they should be doing and that's what i think is wrong and it makes men think that it's not masculine to do those things when it's i mean we should just be telling everybody to do what they want to do regardless of your gender you want to stay at home raise your kids stay at home raise your kids you want to go after your career do that you want to do everything all everything everything all at once is an interesting topic as well and i see a lot of people on the internet at the moment discouraging people but it's only ever really women that do this everything all at once i mean i'm sure that but there's a lot of people trying to discourage women from having careers and raising their kids and i find this an interesting battle in myself because i'm like actually you know what (laughs) it shouldn't be necessary to have Mm. to do that and i don't feel like you could show up 100 percent in your job and 100 percent at home for your kids all the time if you are doing both i could be I could be mistaken, and there's probably women out there who are going to say, I can show up 100%. But what I'm saying is not that you can't. I'm saying that you shouldn't have to. And that's a really sad reality of the world that we're living in, that people do have to. And also, why is the goal showing up fully in either part if we're to be in a partnership? I mean, it's obviously not the case for single parents, but you know, if you have Mm. the option, which a lot of these conversations are within the container of talking about a man and a woman together, in a relationship they're talking about the push and pull between the both energies and 
you're right we're so complex and it is about finding that balance of in your work setting you may be more dominant and more assertive and like to take control but when you're at home maybe you are someone who maybe doesn't want you're more soft maybe you do take on more of a caregiver caregiver role and more of a um feminine what you call a feminine role so it's such like a balance and finding a partner really is just finding someone that matches you uniquely not just you or how you're supposed to be as a woman or they're supposed to be as a man Mm. um yeah it is but you're right as well sarah because I see these videos of I'm a stay-at-home girlfriend and this is what I do in a day TikToks and when I first saw them I was like why is this so jarring for me but then Mm. as I'm watching them I'm like she's just just fucking having a nice time and she's showing (laughs) she's showing what she's up to and she's doing all these things and she's she seems like she's happy so who am I to judge and that's just someone who is living their truth i suppose and we sh- we shouldn't judge that because this woman has different choices and has made different choices um but to call that her embracing her feminine and living in her feminine yeah. is where it creates yeah. a problem for other women yeah exactly well I said did, i want to interject really quickly on the stay-at-home girlfriend thing because i think there is something that nobody talks about that we need to talk about is the fact that stay-at-home girlfriend is absolutely fine if you've got some money saved up and you can leave but if the ever turns abusive financially abusive actually abusive you're in a situation where you cannot leave because you're making no money you have no money of your own yeah sure you might pay for everything that you do Mm -hmm. but as soon as you want to leave you could be you could be stuck and that's you know coercive control and it's not good so I don't know I really struggle with those videos and the idea of like it, I find it quite irresponsible when people show their lives as stay-at-home girlfriends and don't talk about anything like that. Like, we should be really open and upfront about the fact that there are obviously risks to that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah anyway, I, I, yeah. I was going to say, that's like, if there's a stay-at-home boyfriend video, then you don't see those and you don't have the same worries about those because of all the reasons you've just described. It's quite funny, isn't it? And also like, yeah, I never see videos of stay at home boyfriend. So there is, I agree, there is something else at play there that's a bit like, Mm. it's fine, you are living your truth, but if you're setting yourself as the standard and being like, you can do this too. Mm. No, that's definitely not gonna work for everyone. It's not realistic for everyone. I do wanna um, pivot slightly to a post that was from Instagram that Tara sent round um, that is, uh hilarious um it's one that's titled uh you've been taught that a dominant man intimidates abuses and bulldozes over boundaries but actually that is just a little wounded boy appearing as a grown man with behavioral adaptations adaptations to compensate for feeling powerless this is what a dominant man truly is and then it's a scroll through (sighs) of what a dominant man is and let me just highlight this one this is my absolute favorite number two he protects not harms talk about the bar being on the fucking floor the bar is on the fucking floor talk about the bare minimum man woman whatever you are in a relationship you should not be harming (laughs) this isn't about what are you fucking protecting for like from what is what is it what is it other men from other men (laughs) the other men what the fuck is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? What, gonna are you gonna fight, fight him. someone on the street because they've looked up my He's skirt? Gonna grab gonna, him. What are you actually in practice going to do? You're going to the gym to build your fucking little biceps. What are you gonna do? <laughs> How is this? Pro- why is this relevant now? I don't understand why we talk about this. Like, a, don't you protect each other in a relationship? You protect each yeah. other from, I don't know, stuff that might be happening in your lives. You're that person that can say, actually, I don't think this is serving you anymore, your job mm-hmm. or a friend or whatever. Like, that's that's the level of protection that we need. Or like, you're going down a path that I don't think is right for you because it's making you unhappy. Like, what? why is it that we put place this like protector, specifically protector role on mm. men? Yeah, but it's the it's the not harms no? for me. <clears throat> it's the not harms for me. <laughs> Sorry, I took that away from you. The not harms go on. <laughs> no, I mean the protects is one thing, but I actually do. Uh, I think you are saying this. Like, I actually do strongly believe that you want to protect each other in relationship. But you just said that, so mm-hmm. I'm actually okay with that part. 
Uh, but you should just remove the masculine feminine label from that like what a load of yeah. what a pile of wank you just want to be like as a partner or as someone in a relationship with someone else you should protect them but to say not harms and to also say it in this mm. way where it's like boys i know we thought i know we thought we should be going around harming them but actually hot take hot take <laughs> don't harm them don't harm them. them leave them alone like that's that is absolutely tragic. Do you know what though? It's um, tragic. The com- I don't know if you if you girls read the comments. I think some a lot of the comments I saw were women who were sharing their bad dating experiences. A lot of them were single and seemingly exhausted with dating and feeling like they hadn't found someone and been mistreated in the past. So I think that kind of content speaks to a lot of women who maybe are in that position because they're exhausted from doing it all they're exhausted from you know working working for themselves maybe living by themselves maybe um feeling like they have to do everything themselves and when they see a post by a guy that's like your man should be protecting you and he should be providing for you they're lapping it up because they're exhausted from trying to do it all themselves um yeah and i saw a few exchanges in the comments of women saying it's actually my fault i don't have that because i'm i'm doing too much it's my fault because i'm too harsh and i'm not soft enough and i'm not letting someone in and it's that horrible cycle of women then taking this advice and blaming themselves for why they don't have that protector and they don't have that man who's gonna pick out an outfit this made me want to be sick of my mouth pick out an outfit for you that was one of the points oh my god it's yeah wait let me find that one (sighs) yeah because it's it's almost like he says to deserve someone who's going to protect you you have to submit yeah and that's a not true b so manipulative and harmful and like it's just all serving his own little agenda of what of like taking the world to the fucking 17th century again (laughs) Can I just read this one out? Sorry. Yeah, read it um, out. He is, so this is number four. He is decisive and plans. Again, I think this is just the bare minimum for being in an adult relationship, mm-hmm. okay? Um, the description is, when you ask, what should we eat? He won't reply, I don't know. What do you want to eat? He will have dinner reservations booked and he'll tell you what time he's picking you up and maybe even what to wear. Well, this feels like a 12-year-old girl has wrote this themselves in their yes, diary literally. <laughs> <sighs> if, if oh my god imagine if like if <laughs> sam was like i want you to wear this I'd be like you're right mate <laughs> just like, like you're feeling okay, okay. Just, it's weird because this content this content is actually fucking genius because they hit they hit yeah, right yeah. on the gray area mm-hmm. of you can argue it either way. It sounds like completely audacious and you're mm. like, yeah, that's fucking stupid. But then you're like, well, actually I wouldn't mind if once, you know, if once in a while someone had a dinner reservation booked. So like that, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it covers that weird gray area of like, mm-hmm. it's very underneath it, it's coercive and yeah. sinister. But on the top, it's like, mm. yes. that sounds kind of like an okay date night compared yeah. to someone that we're used to who does literally less than the bare minimum. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I think lots of people jumped in the comments, lots of people jumped up on the what to wear, which is probably like, for me, the scariest bit. Like, I don't have a problem with him picking me up. Like, that's very useful. I don't have a car. So I'm, I'm okay with that part. <laughs> if you're telling me, if you're telling me what to wear, like that, that to me starts to stray over the line of like, not yeah. just a nice date night, but into like mm, weird territory. I think as well, because of choice feminism, we get stuck in this space where we want to critique stuff, but then we also want to support other women and their own choices. And we get stuck in this loop yeah. of, yeah, but if they want that, then that's fine, which it is fine. And then we don't want to judge and then we don't want to critique. And then we, it's that weird space, which I think a lot of women can relate to. Um, Cause there probably are maybe even people listening here, which are like, you know what? I'd fucking love my guy to, pick out a dress and lay it on the bed i don't know i don't know but i think but i think it's so surface level yes. it's like okay yeah. yeah okay so so let's take the situation or the scenario where the guy says hey i'm picking you up at this time i've got a dinner reservation here and i want you to wear this 
right? And you say, actually, I want to wear this because I feel more comfortable in it today. Mm. Right. Where is Mr. Matt fucking Karma and his explanation oh, on drop. how to respond to something <laughs> like this? Beep. Right. Where is he saying that... The, you can either respond with a no, you have to fucking wear that, otherwise I'm taking somebody else on a date, or the, of course, darling, you look great in anything, right? Mm. Where is that? And what also, what's the masculine, feminine fucking energy in that, right? Mm. Is one of those masculine and assertive and decisive? Is the other one feminine and soft? Mm. Like, I, mm. sorry, I just fucking hate all this so much. Mm. You know, uh, honestly, so I think the internet, especially recently, I think the whole sort of dating conversations and stuff around relationships i would say to anyone who's feeling overwhelmed get off tiktok get off instagram yes. stop looking at yes. relationship posts if your tiktok feed is full of advice remember also predominantly from like 22 year old women who are probably not even living in the same country as you just press not interested get it off there because mm -hmm. i think mm. overthinking does so much more harm than good and I don't, I'm not discrediting energies, but if you really want to see if someone matches your energy, just go on a fucking date. Go on a dating app, go on a date, meet someone, plan some fun drinks and just see if you like them. Don't overanalyze. Mm. Oh, are they too masculine for me or too feminine for me? Or they have this kind of job though and I need someone that has a more dominant, assertive role. Just stop overthinking it. Oh my God, we've not even touched on astrology. That might be a whole other pod. <laughs> That plays into this though. Astrology plays into this. When you were saying like, I'm oh. such a Capricorn. I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> I Are don't you, understand what any of that meant. You actually, okay, you, that, you're a Capricorn. No one ever talks about Capricorns. That's so funny. Yeah, because. Like, <laughs> that's, such a, that's such a fucking Hufflepuff of a. <laughs> <laughs> so Hufflepuff. But <gasps> how, does the, how does astrology play into this? I don't understand where the link is. Because you, what Lucy's it's saying about moon. energies matching. Yes, energies matching. A, a big thing that people talk about online is alignment of astrology. Not even astrology beliefs. Uh, it's alignment of star astrology. Sign. Like yeah, star signs and shit. Like whether if you know if you're a Libra, can I go on a date? Do our moon charts align? That kind of thing. As you can tell. I'm not in this space and I'm going to hold back from making any comment. Um, but I'll yeah. do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean to say that the wishy-washy statements that could apply to anybody that they call horoscopes dictate how people like to date and which which person you think you're compatible with? Oh That's my God, sorry, this is huge online. This is huge. People People talk about this all the time. Bumble okay, released. I'm so far removed from this stuff. <laughs> do you know? Like, do you know what star sign Sam it? is? No, I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. He's born in August. If anybody wants to. Oh my gosh! Can we find that? out? I'm born in December. Um, Tara, what's what your? Tara, you might be a Capricorn. Tara, you might. What date is your mm, birthday? Then? No, I'm Sag. I'm Sagittarius. I know I'm Sagittarius because people actually? like to fucking tell me that. <laughs> yes. So, um, what's Sam's birthday? Exactly. <laughs> 13th of August. Everyone listening needs to buy him a present on that day because you all know that. Right, so oh. Sam oh is a Leo. So Leo and Sagittarius. Combat. Right, read to me what a Leo is supposed to be and I'll tell you if Sam like matches that description. This is he, you, he, Tara, he this is you and Sam. He does have a lion tattoo, but he's not a lion. I love him, but he's not a lion. This is actually great. So, so you you and Sam are 96% compatible on love. Oh, You're 99% compatible on sex. You're 84% compatible on friendship. You've got great stats. So I'm just going to read you a little blurb. Um, Thank God we're getting married. Together huh? they form a dynamic, fun-loving couple who can make all other signs envious of the greatness of the leo and sagittarius love compatibility with both signs elements being fire they might experience the occasional impatience and intolerance of each other but they will also exhibit endurance wow this i think what's funniest okay. about this is i really <laughs> we were all really hoping it'd be like oh they're not compatible so we could be like ha it's all rubbish but 
No, but it's it's not it's not even that though. It's that I can find another couple <laughs> who are from absolute different, completely different star signs that would fit that exact yeah, same description as well. It. You bend it to fit. Also, humans are so complex. There's so many assets and parts yeah, of a person. To so. reduce, yeah. yeah well, we, we all reduce know our that, relationship like, to 96% good sex. Fuck yeah, because also, <laughs> also <laughs> Sam as a Leo is confident, comfortable, drama adoring. I don't think Sam's that. <laughs> He's the I least mean, dramatic oh person God. ever. I he was here. Ambitious, <laughs> loyal. That, that's actually hilarious. He hates he, drama. He's super ambitious yeah. though, Sam. And also loyal. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, but these are the <laughs> so words it, you can apply to anyone. Right. That's why yeah, li- star signs are so you. good. Literally He's this sunny. is why astrology <laughs> is taken off. Because you can just say like... Yeah. here's some nice it's words about genius. anyone and then you can just fit it and like it's you, genius yeah but i think it, i think it was you that said this sarah i think and i'm hoping it was you because i remember us having a conversation about it and i've always been quite vocal about the fact that i think it's nonsense <clears> right but sarah you were i think it's you you were like yes maybe but it's not harmful it's sort of mm. like this sort of new age religion that we've all found where we all believe in something that's actually not harming anybody at mm. all, right? It's all good, pretty much. Everyone's, you know, talking about things like again. For, whenever anybody talks about anything to do with astrology, their face lights up, and it's all kind of fun and exciting and interesting. And I think that's really cool. And um, yeah, you're right. Right. Good Especially, I think it's similar to manifestation, mm. it's a religion to some people in that regard. And I suppose for me, as someone who is not religious. The, my spiritual tendencies that I do have are probably in replacement of needing yeah. something, a higher force and a, a yeah. higher purpose beyond me that I quite like to lean into. Even if the cynic inside mm. me is like, that's fucking, that's obviously not true or that's bullshit or I want to critique it. Having little elements and little things, like I say, it gives me that hope, yeah. which is quite nice. So I think you've... you've You've had a I crystal like or two in your time. Oh, you don't crystal. You burnt a bit of sage. I've burnt some sage in my time. I've burnt some yeah. sage in my time. Um, yeah, I've got a few crystals, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really down and on board for anyone that wants to. I've been on retreats. We've burnt bits of paper in a cauldron. You know, I'm down for it. I'll do whatever, but whether. I'm fully invested in my mindset is a completely different thing, but I like, I do like participating in things like that. I like being yeah, around it's a it. Hobby. <laughs> it's a yeah. hobby, yeah. It's a hobby. It's a um, hobby. I think we should do our quick, I think it was called a quick fire round. Creative. That's what it's called. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> we, could, we could come up with a new name. I'm easy. Um, but the... The one where we ask questions, say yes or no, and then we can't elaborate on it until the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the part where we edit out a big pause while we all think of our questions. Oh, I've got one. Because <laughs> I haven't got one. Okay, okay, you go, yeah, you I've go. Got one. I've, has everyone got one? No, yep. but I'll think of something. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, I'll, can't, I'll say it and then I count you in. Do you mm. wish that you had more feminine energy by the standard that we just discussed. Three, two, one. No. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, right, here's mine, you ready? Um, do you think crystals do anything? <laughs> do anything. Three, two, one. No. Yes, I'm joking, no. <laughs> Joking, just joking, joking. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> uh, what I've come up with is, um, my question is, now we've discussed what manifesting is and now Tara is a hashtag manifestation girly. Um, but with our new definition of manifesting is like, you know, it's, it is a bit spiritual, but it is also about setting a goal. Have you ever manifested something? So three two one yes yeah yeah good sure okay okay lucy let's go through your question so i asked you guys if you wish that you had more stereotypical feminine energy and you both said no reason i asked that though is because yeah i 
think because of the work that I do, although on maybe the outside it seems quite sort of soft and I'm making content, it's actually quite um, what people would describe as masculine energy. It's a lot of um, planning and structure and stress and me kind of doing everything myself. So um, I guess I wish I could relax sometimes more and be more Mm. passive in my life which I don't think I get to access that much. So I suppose by the classic definition, which we don't necessarily like, I would want more of that energy. Mm. I'm gonna just look up what feminine energy actually is because I think, I was gonna say, I think you have a lot of the sort of feminine characteristics that that I think this was all about, right? Like, do you think in maybe not in work, but maybe like in you know like social elements? Like, you're a kind human being. You're like soft and easygoing and all this kind of stuff, which is all like I think so it says. I feel a lot. Receive, nurture, yeah. Be <laughs> soft. Feel a lot. Intuition, fluid, circular nature. You are those things. You definitely are those I things. You have those. I think personally, I am. <laughs> I'm not very nurturing. We're just doing, Maybe we're not do nurturing. <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm not nurturing. Like, I'm actually kind. not very nurturing. But I, when I love no, something, I, I and I'm very soft in relationships. I'm very lovey and mm. I'm very sensitive in that regard. But I think when I think about my work, which I guess is supposed what I'm thinking about a lot at the moment, I'm like, um, in that regard, I suppose. But it's, it's nice to be perceived as soft as well. Mm. Why is that a compliment, though? Why am I taking that as a compliment? No, I mean, it's lovely, it's compliment, though. It's okay. but it's interesting how yeah. being, as a woman, being called feminine instantly does make you feel good. Yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting mm. because I think for a lot of people, that's the opposite. They would be like, oh, really? Um, I've spent my university and working life trying not to be feminine. <laughs> like, that's an insult. Sort of I don't know. Problem, yeah. No, no one's yeah, ever not, no one's not ever not said to me oh you're so feminine I can't even do you know what I'm sitting here I'm sitting here thinking like a when you said the question I didn't really know what feminine energy was I just thought like nurture and I'm not really a nurturing person at all right now like None maybe if I became a mother it would actually, be no, but like I, I Tara you're very here, nurturing in your relationships with your friends I would say because you're the glue that yeah. sort of bringing people together but i think of it in terms mother of like her family and children yeah i don't i don't know no i think you can take you can nurture in any sort of sense i think i guess i don't know mm. i don't you know what maybe maybe the reason that i think all of this is at such shite is because i feel like i actually do strike quite a good balance between my and i'm, I'm self-diagnosing <laughs> i feel like i've got lots of masculine traits of you know the sort of strong hard like you know give that sort of energy which is why i have a lot of male friends i think um because i can do the one of the lads yeah. thing but i can also do soft kind gentle caring have you know big parties over for dinner and and you know spend a whole evening stroking a dog like i'm i'm there for all of it like all at once i think your mic cut off slightly like, then but it's fine it did i'm just oh, hoping no, you're sad. you're recording caught it um, be fine. i feel like i don't okay. have any of them <laughs> I feel, don't feel like I've got masculine or feminine energy. I'm just, I just feel like I'm this like slug who just codes all day at the moment. But like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I, I honestly don't. I don't feel like I've got either. I think I don't. You have both, Sarah. From my perspective, I think you have yeah, both. You definitely have because both. Because yeah. you, you are. Think about when um, we're, especially when we're on holiday and it's not a work setting and we're away and we're having like, we're all silly. We were like a good time. And it is, there is quite a lot of um, feminine energy, I think, when we get together. And yeah, the, maybe what you're perceiving as being sluggy is maybe more of a sort of <laughs> masculine <laughs> claggy sort of energy yeah. <laughs> that you're always up for a sleepover and you're very good at like looking after your friends when they're in she need gets the and, like, in. get the pics I, in. it looks like you, i was yeah. just like i'm just fucking fishing for compliment i'm not saying that i'm saying they're not really you're amazing qualities. like you're amazing my idea yeah but that's what we mean so when we're talking pretty. about this kind of stuff because that's the Feminine, bloody that's <laughs> like do you know what I mean? It's basically, it comes down to, do you feel comfortable talking about your feelings? And it's like, it's such a shame that we live in a society well, where like male energy is not about being 
um emotionally mm. available and able to discuss yeah those sorts of things that's kind of sad god i'm reading i'm reading this on google and it's such a pile of <laughs> shit right okay so feminine says nurture receive be soft receive. intuition fluid circular i know i know okay nature right the masculine says protect give do hard logic structure <laughs> linear man-made it's such man-made. a wank fucking hilarious like, what the fuck did i just read like why are we even do- why why are we even analyzing we need to get off these, yeah these constraints. we need to get off it it's crap like right. man yeah. why do we have a mental health crisis <laughs> yeah. also, the internet men should do give should do. protect oh, hard logic, linear we're going no backwards. emotion we're going backwards um, uh, all right, where were we? On. Sorry, we need Tara, to. Your, which your other question, question? Your question. Um, what did I even? Oh yeah, wait. What did I ask? Um, oh, crystals. Do they do? Do they do something? Yeah, I said no. Yeah, yeah. Actually, because like, people s- roll them on their face and stuff. For me, well, yeah, that's, that? that's like you can do like gosha or whatever that is. Like that's not about the crystal necessarily. That's just you're just like, you know, massaging your face. But I do want to say right. there's a funny story. Tara and I went to get a tattoo together in Miami. And uh, oh my god, this is amazing! In the like pack they give you before you get your tattoo, they gave us like I don't know, like healing cream and stuff, and they also gave us a crystal. They were like, you can squeeze this for good vibes, and I can confirm having had the tattoo, squeezing it gave me immaculate vibes. So here we are. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't. I actually it did still not need to give that place a bad review. Dude, I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, leave it a bad Google like, review. Tara my first actually, ever bad Google review. Tara didn't get one in the end and i did and now i'm gonna have to investigate a cover-up so that's where we're at <laughs> all because that but fucking crystal <laughs> why why are you gonna cover yours up it's though, the crystal. Sarah. i don't like it like honestly they were like Wait, they were what? like you don't like it anymore no, I, I didn't like it at the time it was she she oh, God, oh. this is just turning into a tattoo oh, bitch sesh, but like yeah, no, basically no, no, no. they were one of those studios where they were like give us a vibe and we'll design it mm. and that didn't happen so the designs that tara gave and what she got back was like a billion miles away and the designs that i gave they were like we can't do them so then they <laughs> just did something else because i really wanted one at the time and now i'm like it's I fine like yours though it. it's um, no oh no <laughs> You're not, you're not about it anymore. No, I thought you liked it's, it. It's not. It's only. It's like just small. It's on my ankle. Like it'd be easy to cover up. I don't mind it. Like I don't actively hate it. I mm. just, um, I just think I could do better. <laughs> I could just, do better. You know. Yeah. So your masculine better. energy coming Anyways. out. Yeah, that. Right. <laughs> I can do better than this. <laughs> that is, um, Saz okay, and then is your the, question, the girl Sarah, because we're on. <laughs> and Baz is the boy <laughs> energy. Sounds <laughs> Baz. Yin and yang. Um, my question was um, something that I've forgotten. Manifesting. Have you oh, yeah. have you actually manifested something? Yeah, tell us. Well, I feel I, I for many years was like I manifested my career and the kind of being able to go freelance and growing my Instagram back in the day. I've like, manifested this, but I suppose back then what I was viewing as manifestation was again it was that having a goal and working towards it and give me it fulfilling that need of having self-belief and therefore I achieved what I wanted to um Mm -hmm. and I also good at your job well I'm not sure it was manifesting I think you were just yeah well like I set a goal and I did Mm. it basically yeah yeah um (laughs) but it was just self-belief because I would tell people I was going to do it as well I'd be like when I when I get to 20,000 followers, I'm going to do this. And when I quit my job and I earn more money than I'm in my actual career job, I'll then go full time. You know, all these things I'd be like, when I do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do notice when I'm maybe not feeling as good, I stop and I don't have self-belief and I stop talk, speaking my goals and I don't have any goals. I do mm-hmm. kind of stay pretty stagnant as well. But yeah. that's not necessarily manifestation that's just me being goal orientated yeah i think okay so i have a, i have an example that's not to do with work which i think could be interesting because actually when we yeah. talked about manifestation we basically only talked about work and money and possessions mm-hmm. right yeah. so when you asked that question something that i said that i always wanted from when i started going out and partying was a group of friends that also enjoyed going out and partying and i thought about it a lot 
and I was like, this is what I want because I think this is what's going to make me happier. And over time, without really trying, it just kind of happened. Yay. Like, I just met more people that liked going out. I would talk to people in nightclubs. I would sort I've sort of formed this group. I'd bring more and more people together. And, you know, I guess maybe that's just life. You want something and you get it. But that's maybe my best example of, like, having manifested something. Does that well, work? Yeah. I will say this as a... And as your friend and the way viewing the way you are Tara you are very um not positive in a cringy way but you have good energy and I think that makes people feel yeah. like they can come and approach you and they can talk to you and that yeah. then breeds friendship and you are just that kind of person I think that can you have a lot of self-belief I feel even though you might not always feel that way but yeah. you do yeah you do and it's it's the thing is I'm I, you know what I'm so aware of that, which is why I think all this stuff is wishy-washy and bullshit. Is because <laughs> I actually don't feel like I need it. Yeah, and that's I need to be point. more accepting of other people that might actually need that step that I just kind of automatically have. And I'm not sure whether it's just my personality or maybe a bit of privilege of you know just being okay at all times and not really having to think about very much else. So, Rena, so, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Rena being Rina. a gem. We love Rena. We're gonna get Rena back on the pod. Yes. Tara's yes. Mom. She's yeah, always welcome. Go get Rina back. Yeah, um, lots of people haven't had someone in their corner being like, you can do this. I feel yeah. like, oh my God, mm. we, we haven't, I mean, we're at the end of the pod. We can't get into family right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. cut it there. <laughs> I'm going to cut it there. Um, Lucy, uh, did you, Okay. You, you've said, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've said mine, yeah. Um, yeah, good. Well, I think, I think with that, we should wrap up before we go down any more tangents. Um, I've realised we I didn't really do... enjoyed that. I, I loved Me it. Um, I think there was some good debate in there as well for both sides. Both yeah. sides mm. of the coin. Um, I was going to say, we haven't done Close Friend of the Week. We should bring that back next week. Um, so please write us a little cheeky five star I review. I actually have. Wait, wait, wait. Oh! I have a Close Friend of the Week. I have Go a Close on. Friend of the Week. Take it away. Right, my Close Friend of the Week. And I need to know. Wait, wait, hold up. I'm. I'm mm, okay. My close friend of the week is the girl, and I don't know her name because all I've got is a screenshot with her name covered up, um, mm -hmm. is the girl with the Westie. Um, and the Westie fair. apparently oh, yeah. listens to the pod. And yeah, I love you <laughs> so much. And I want to cuddle the dog really hard. For anyone um, that's not aware, Tara loves Westies. Loves. Obsessed. Mm -hmm. Obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> Please, if you're one. listening to this and you have a Westie, please send me a photo of your Westie on Instagram. It will literally make my life. Yeah, I think we could do close Westie of the week. Close <laughs> yes. friend slash Westie. There we go. Um, yeah, okay. So thank you. Thank you to that person who sent that in. Um, I also remember that time when people, someone sent in a voice note. Uh, actually, shout out to the girl who sent in a voice note of her yes. and her dad. That yes. was the fucking funniest shit. Oh, that was the that best was so thing cute. ever. Oh my god! <laughs> also, like your dad sounded kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit I'm older now. I'm a little bit older now. Who so because I think I'm I think grown. I might know who that was. Do you want to? Do you want to? Wait, stepmom. We need to take this. We need to take Mommy. this offline now. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, yeah, and, uh, let me wrap. Let me continue wrapping right, wrapping. Up. Maybe that'll get cut. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Maybe I'll leave it in just to see if 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 they bite. <laughs> um, please, please do follow us. Um, we didn't say this last time. Uh, do, do they need Lucy, to? We're not Lucy and Tara. Yeah, <laughs> Lucy and Tara used to say, "Oh, Sarah needs the followers." Now it's true. I do need the followers. So follow us slash follow me. Uh, at Sarah B and then you can always find Lucy at Lucy Mountain Tara at Move With Tara and then our podcast um, thingy Instagram that we don't post anything on uh, is at Close Friend <laughs> so please do and like and subscribe as well thank you we appreciate you um, and that's all from us Yay, thank, you. thank you guys bye, bye.